Welcome to the Craft Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. Hey guys. Uh, wait, where where is everybody? What the fuck is going on? Uh, is that Wells? Uh, I, can't see, I can't see him from here. He's all the way over. Way over. Yeah, yeah, all the Wells is quarantining with himself. And there's oh. some random name in here. I don't know who the fuck this is. Who is this? Craig? What is up? It's Chris. What the fuck? It's Chris? Yeah. I'm, I'm socially distancing about as far away as I can get from you guys. All the way out in California. So, uh... How about that technology, Josh? Good job getting us all online. Yeah, it's kind of a, a kind of amazing that we're all actually able to do this. And thanks for popping in. I appreciate it, man. Awesome. Let's do it. Yeah. So, of course, you know, we normally start to show off like what we've been doing. We obviously know none of us have been doing anything but hunkering inside of our homes. Well, uh, now hold on. Now hold on. Um, I did go out for essential items the other day. Okay, go on. So happens that. Uh, one of those local breweries did a thing that they said they would never do, and uh, well, I had to go and see it for myself. Um, you know, it's it's been interesting. You know, with the the lockdowns and the social distancing and everything else, you know, everybody's trying to come up with an interesting way to stay afloat. And uh, Birdsong came up with probably one of the most memorable ones that I think I'll ever have. Uh, when they announced on Friday they were gonna they were releasing a batch of higher ground in cans. Not growlers, not sixtals, not giant cans, actual 16-ounce cans. Say what? Yeah, so, you know, I beelined it up there, and uh, I was first in line. Uh, of course, there wasn't anybody when I left either, but that's beside the point. But uh, <laughs> picked up several four-packs. Um, man, you know, like I, I put this on Facebook, but I, I really appreciate that in a tough time... It's interesting to see how different businesses are pivoting to try to keep, you know, income coming in and, and you know, try not to shut the doors and what have you. And I mean, canning higher ground, I mean, that's a pretty significant step, considering that Birdsong has said for years, I mean, six years at this point, how long have they been open? <laughs> they would never can higher ground. And right. here we are. And I know part of that was because, you know, they're afraid of, not lasting well on the shelf. Uh, who knows, you know, when something gets traded, how old it's going to be. Um, so, Chris, the, the beer you're getting, uh, you know, at least at the very, you know, it was canned on uh, the 26th. So it's four days old at this point. Uh, by the time so, it gets to you, it'll probably be about a week, week and a half, two weeks old. Uh, funny when you when you move away from a location or a place you used to hang out. It's funny how you you miss little things, right? And it's something very specific with me was I used to visit Birdsong quite a bit, and I would go get a higher ground and peanuts, you know, unlimited peanuts. And it's just like, you know, once it's gone, it's just there's just no suitable replacement for the for experience. peanuts, dude. Well, not the experience. <laughs> the experience, right? It's the experience, location, everything about it, right? You can replicate. I can buy peanuts and drink an IPA. Right. But it's just the experience you miss. And it's kind of cool. I'll be able to to like replicate that. I'm going to go buy some damn peanuts. It's going to be great. There you go. There you go. But yeah, no, it was really cool. And, and uh, you know, like I, I've tried where I can to support, you know, some of the, the you know, small businesses around here, you know, the restaurants, especially. Um, although I feel like I'm making cooking more food than I have before. Um, we're still, you know, trying to support the trying to spend our money with the little guys first. Um, but yeah, went up to Birdsong, uh, shot over to Divine Barrel, grabbed a couple crawlers there. Uh, 
they were they were having some big can release that night, but I, you know, it was like twelve o'clock, and they weren't doing the can drop until five, and it's like I I literally have no way to burn five hours in Charlotte. Oh um, man, if only I was like two minutes away from there. Yeah, yeah. So for you, it was okay, I'm sure, Wills. But uh, you know, and then I shot over to uh, Old Mech, grabbed some chow, uh, about three four packs of cans there because I wanted to send Chris some uh, Munzler's Revenge, and uh, I worked. I, Hit Triple C as well. Picked up a four-pack of flat brim. And some of it, too, was, uh, you know, to grab some cans, uh, drop some off for Josh, too. So, you know, just trying to hook up a couple people, take care of some local businesses. It was a, it was a busy couple hours of my day that uh, I don't normally get on a Friday, but it was a lot of fun. Right on. Chris, I'm, I know that you obviously don't live here anymore, but, like, how are you handling this up there in, in good old L.A.? And so we're, we're like... Yeah, we're like a couple of weeks ahead of you guys in North Carolina for like shutting everything down. So it's uh, we're a little bit, you know, further along the adjustment period than, than probably what you're used to there. Um, I, I believe there was a there was even like a kind of like a voluntary, uh, you know, don't go anywhere kind of thing in place for about four or five days. And then the governor and you know the mayor of L.A. came out and said everything's shut except for air quotes, essential businesses. Uh, and then uh, the like later that night, the entire state just shut down. Uh, the, the governor came in and did that. But um, yeah, this is uh, the, you know, the whole thing about picking up food and, you know, food delivery is still big. Grocery delivery is still big. Nobody has any toilet paper, uh, you know, all the normal stuff. But, uh, you know, just being being lazy, doing all these online delivery stuff and online delivery of groceries and stuff like that since I've, since I've lived out here, now that I live in civilization and not out in the boonies, it's been kind of convenient. Um, but now everything is just so backed up. Like you, you're lucky to get a window to have groceries delivered. Uh, and if you do, it's usually like, you know, four or five days out in the future. Um, but yeah, I like the creativity, the, uh, the grocery or sorry, the, the restaurants and the breweries are doing as far as maintaining business. Um, you know, the, the breweries are, are doing order ahead, uh, drive through pickup. You can, you can order online and you just drive up and pick it up. Other brewers are doing delivery. You know, you buy, you can buy as, as, as little as a six pack or you can buy a keg uh, and they'll deliver it to you if you're within, you know, five miles of the brewery, which is kind of cool. And then on the restaurant side, um, I've seen two pivots, which I think are pretty cool. So particularly places like, you know, a good Mexican restaurant near my house, they, they do cocktail deliveries. You want margaritas? They bottle them up. <laughs> they bottle the margaritas up and deliver them wow. to you with your food. Yeah, they'll, they'll send you cocktails. If you want an old fashioned, they'll bottle up an old fashioned and send it to you. It's kind of cool. Uh, and then there's some other smaller restaurants that have started doing grocery service. Uh, basically, they have access to food, distri- to, you know, food distributors, right? So you can go, you can buy like, you know, 10 pounds of chicken. Uh, you can buy you know, five pounds of steaks. You can buy a giant sack of rice uh, from these guys. And you can order on their website, drive up, and they'll load it in your car and you, you take off. It's kind of cool how people are kind of shifting business ideas so they can stay open. But then really the sad part, uh, I know, you know, we'd always talked about me not liking Belgian beers. And then I move here and they're walking distance from my house. There's a cool little Belgian beer bar with great burgers and great food. Uh, they were doing to go orders for about two or three days after the shutdown. Uh, and then they did a, they did a post on uh, Instagram saying, Hey, we're going to discontinue uh, for now. Uh, we'll see you on the other side. We're going to, we're going to close up and see you on the other side. Uh, and I was taking a walk uh, out in the neighborhood just a couple of days ago. They have a big for sale sign on the building now. And I'm like, 
this oh, is man. not good. Yeah, like we're we're gonna see a lot of businesses never reopen after this. It's pretty sad. Yeah, absolutely. Well, so what about you, dude? How are you handling this? Oh, you know the usual, I guess. Not going outside, not seeing anybody. Oh, I don't know. My so fridge you- is fairly stocked. That's good. <laughs> Well, and, and, and yeah. you know, some, something that I do want to talk about really quick before we get into the news. So, number one, shows are going to be a little bit different for a while. Uh, the state of North Carolina, we are on lockdown now for an entire month, so until the end of April. Man, so that's that, a good thing I didn't, like, attempt to make a stab at how much fun I was having on all these <laughs> events that ended up getting canceled when we were recording, like, time-shifting that far in advance. Like, ugh. Yeah, and, happened. like... Going back and listening to those episodes, it's like, man, we dodged the bullet there. Yeah, I guess so. I'm still just opened my desk drawer. There's my two Brawley's black and blue tickets staring at me. Uh, but with that being said, like I said, we're we had to move to this online model, which means I, I have no idea what Chris's schedule is. Maybe Chris will be able to join us as we are in lockdown. I'm trying to get Mark to join us, but he's not being polite about it it's mark it's like trying to nail jello to a wall i mean come on Uh, yeah it's very true uh (laughs) the other thing that's going to be a little different this episode we're going to work on trying to clean it up for the next episode but by no by is going to be obviously a little bit different because we're not all in the same room drinking the same beer so we're all going to be drinking separate beers uh in all likelihood what we'll probably do is each of us just talk about our beers a little bit more in depth than we normally do uh you know sometimes by no by can be a little rushed as we're trying to wrap up the show so Uh, That's going to be a little bit different. And then thirdly, and this is really where you guys as listeners are going to come into play. We do not want to every episode talk about this brewery shutting down or this event's canceled because it's just going to get no fun after a while. So if you guys have ideas, uh, you know, there's a Twitter. You can hit us up on CBcast, hate mail, contact at craftbeercast.com. Either of those work. Uh, You could hit our discord up and pop ideas in there, there or subreddit anywhere that, you know, any ideas that you want us to do? Because we've got the time to do them now. So I just want to throw that out there. If you've got suggestions, we are willing and open. Uh, from myself, it's been the B- BAU, I guess. I really haven't changed my model. Um, other than I have, I've had Divine deliver a couple of times some growlers, which is nice. That's so crazy. I love that they're doing that. I mean, again, you know, trying to find interesting ways to... Not just accept your fate. I, I I got nothing but respect for that. Yeah, absolutely. And all the breweries. And so, you know, kind of what Chris was saying earlier, and this is something that I, I will harp on, and Jeff too, I will harp on this throughout the end of time. Support your local bottle shop, support your local brewery, support your local restaurant right now. They and need tip, it more tip, than ever. Tip, even if it's from like drive through stuff. Just yes. Tip. God, tip. Yes, please. Because, I mean, you know, you think of, like, Old Mech is a prime example. How many times have either of us, you know, any of us, I should say, gone to Old Mech and that place is not bumping? Yep. I mean, especially on the weekends, that place is full to the brim. There's always people there, and now nobody's there. Mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, Chris said it best, you know, we're going to see a lot of places shutter after this, and they won't be coming back. So try to support local when you can, however you can. Yeah, it's it's really ugly of me to say this, but there's a part of me that wonders if this is going to kind of separate some of the folks who maybe didn't have a good business plan. I hope so. 
Yeah, I mean, you could be right. You absolutely could be right. Some of these places maybe shouldn't be open. Yeah, I mean, and of course they're going to get the, oh, it's, we're, we're blaming this on COVID, but it's, it's this reality of, I mean, there's a, a brewery in Charlotte that said, like, they're going to be out of business in two weeks if they don't receive, like, additional funding. And it's like, but you, you made 150 barrels last year. Just go away. Sorry. I, you're, you're fine. I know. <laughs> All right. Are we ready to get into this? Oh, yeah. Sure. Let's do it. Okay. So the first thing, the first thing up, uh, and guys, I'm sorry, I found this like last minute. I just wanted to mention this, and this kind of goes back to the whole talking local thing. Uh, The founders of Untapped have made what they call Greg's List, which will show you places that are all local to you. You just throw in your city you're looking for, and they'll show you what you know, pickup, curbside pickup, what delivery, and if they have gift cards, and then if menus, if they have them, they will have their menus. So. Uh, it's just untapped.com slash Greg's list. So use it, hit your local places up like we just discussed. I think it's kind of cool. Yeah. Sweet. You know, and, and again, like, you know, trying to find that way that everybody can find a way to make it through this. I mean, you know, it's real easy in these uncertain times for everybody to kind of turtle up and just, you know, back themselves in a corner and just say, you know, it is what it is, and I can't do anything about it, and I'm just going to protect myself. But, like, at some point, if you're not looking ahead, at some point, we're going to come out of all of this, and you're going to immediately say, ah, now I want to go and enjoy all the things that I enjoyed before. But if you didn't support any of them during this time, they may not be around. Not that your single order is going to make a difference, but, you know, that's that's a piece of it. It's a big deal to go yeah. in and... and you know, we, we've got a local place that does a lot of community outreach around here. It's a, it's a nice restaurant. They have good food. And, you know, and I go in and, and, I, and I'm tipping like 30% on it. And I'm a cheap tipper. I'm not afraid to say that out loud. But this is one of those times where it's like, man, I feel for these people. It's not their fault. This isn't bad service. It's not like, you know, they didn't do a good job at something. It's just like everything shut down, whether they like it or not. Sucks. All right, Mr. Pink. Well, and I, and I was going to say kind of to it's a lot to of that. It. To that point, like, and just me being honest, if I'm going to a bottle shop and I'm not, you know, having anything on premise, I am just shopping, me physically picking stuff up, putting it in my my basket, I don't normally tip because you didn't really do anything. You're checking me out. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for being a cashier. Right, exactly. Sure, but but these days, like, I'm tipping 20%. Like, damn. Yeah, well, and that's what I was going to say, like. I am tipping now when I'm going to common market. Cause I'm like, you guys need this. I mean, yeah. yeah. That, that, was just, that was funny is like, uh, I'm doing the same too, right? Uh, picking up at a brewery, picking up at a bottle shop. Uh, you're leaving that tip on there. Uh, now what's funny is pre all of this, right? You're going to a brewery and you're just buying a six pack or a growler. Actually not a growler. That, that is actually where you're just buying a six pack off the shelf or you're in the bottle shop doing something, they have the registers already set up to have like a tip line in it. And then you're like, man, they're going to look at that. And they're going to say, what a dick. He didn't tip anything. They have no way of knowing whether it was like package sale or not. And you always had this kind of thing in the back of your mind. Like, man, that, that looked like a dick. But uh, now you don't have to worry about it. Leave a tip and move on. Yeah, exactly. It makes me wonder if I'm actually now going to tip once this is all done, even if I do grab my own stuff because I'm 
so used to doing it. Remember when we were talking about when, oh, I think it was Trillium, but one of those Boston breweries that had shifted their salary structure a little bit around and were, were making what salaried employees now like the relying on tips, but it's like they're to go folks. And people were like, I'm not paying just because you handed me. Well, yeah. I mean, we definitely had that conversation on the show. And I was definitely in the, yeah, I'm not really going to pay on just a pure package interaction, but now I'm kind of feeling like an asshole from those past comments. So uh, whatever. Yeah. Here's, the, here's a dilemma for you, right? So you so, so say you've got one of these breweries who's not doing so well financially, right? Uh, and they don't do any kind of delivery pickup service and they have all this beer sitting there and say so we're, you know, five months in before they can reopen. And they had this, you know, 15 barrels of IPA sitting there for five months. Uh, what are the chances are that they're actually going to dump it and brew a fresh one? Or are they just going to say, well, <laughs> got to sell it. So, uh, let's sell you some old beer I've been sitting on while we were shut. Well, yep. that's, that is, uh, maybe that's an article for next show. I want to say I put one in. Uh... Where'd it go, Josh? Where'd you put it? No, uh, I don't. Yeah, it's, a, it's in show two. Uh, okay. But there's a, there's a similar conversation to be had about that because I think that's I, I think you're right, Chris. I think it's totally going to be an issue that is going to become a forefront here real soon. I'm going to avoid restaurants that were closed uh, when they come out. I'm not eating old chicken. Who knows? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I mean, but you know, like I, I did see, and it, it was, you know, it was a fun meme. Of course, you know, like memes are pretty much the only thing we've got to keep us sane right now. But uh, somebody's like, I, I think, you know, when I go and I interview after all this is over, I think I'm gonna start asking them how they treated their employees during this. I feel like that's a really good question. Uh, yeah, because some places wholesale laid off everybody, and. I- understand it so they can go on and collect unemployment benefits and that's just how the system works but to see other breweries say hey i know that our sales team isn't really very busy so you guys are going to get really good at pressure washing and sanding chairs and like i'm going to keep you on and we're all going to get through this together i mean triple c's been doing that and i've been following along with what they're um you know, beer reps are doing in their downtime and it's a whole lot of seat refinishing, but they're employed and they're working. And and, you know, like not even being in that kind of a scenario, we had an all hands call and one of our big shots, you know, had a, had a similar thing. And he's like, you know, some of us are going to have to figure out, you know, what, when we, when we need to repurpose you to something else, it's for, you know, taking care of the customers. And, you know, like I would much rather, be repurposed into a role rather than get like a, and I appreciate that the triple C is trying to go down that path or, and they're not the only ones obviously, but I mean, like, I think that's awesome. Yep. Yeah. hundred percent. All right. So some more sad news, the world beer cup and the CBC or the brewers association, their normal conference has been canceled for this year, which was not really that big of a surprise. Uh, you know, just considering the, the spread of this virus, but it's crazy. The world beer cup is not going to happen this year, but yeah. then a lot of other things didn't happen. Like <laughs> the NBA season and the NHL and maybe football and who knows. Yeah, it's such a, like, you know, 
was at the dinner table a little bit ago and my my youngest was kind of frustrated about things and you know you know we all are doing that right now right like you know every night you know one of us is the one that's struggling and, I'm, and i know that's not something that's unique for my family but you know it's i looked at him and i said you know the last time i went through something like this oh wait I, you know none of us have ever gone through it. we're all trying to figure this out and that's okay yeah yeah sometimes you just you gotta roll with the punches so yeah uh yeah so like i said this will be can and i'm i don't know i mean obviously we're still quite a ways away from it but i'm i'm have a feeling a lot of other events are going to continue to go down this path like we saw hunapu got canceled and Wales for wishes is indeterminate at this point roasting for research got pushed out to october i mean you know what else do you you know you almost have to at this point yeah exactly now, on the plus side, or at least some better news, uh, there was a, supposed to be a big beer festival in Wilmington. And rather than canceling it, and I think this is really cool, they did was instead, and again, this was in the past, it happened this Saturday, but from two to six, you could, you know, act like you were at the beer festival. But the other thing you could do is you could buy tickets for different dollar amounts that were actually donations to people that have lost their jobs or are going through hard times like this. That's awesome. Yeah. I thought that was amazing. And you know, yeah, it is a really good idea. And I really hope that some of these other beer festivals, because like, I mean, dark Lord day is what two months away at this point. There's no way that's probably going to happen. I I don't see how it does at this point. I I haven't actually, uh, uh, I I would love to see this. Untapped Festival is still listed as being on for May 16th. Well, that's the same day Dark Lord Day is, so it'll be oh, really interesting. Uh, oh, here I, we go. I mean, I got state regulations, da 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 da. All ticket sales are postponed until further notice. We'll share any rescheduling information. So, Dark Lord Day doesn't have a new date, but they are not selling tickets yet either. Gotcha. I mean, I got to say, even something coming out of this, when they say, okay, everybody is free to go mingle, right? I can't think of anything. I would want to do less than go to a festival with 5,000 other people that are getting backsplashed, flying out of their glass onto my glass. I just, right. like, I'm not saying there's going to be a lot of attendance of these things, but then again, don't, don't ever put the bro dog down. Right. They're going to go, they're going to go do their bro dog thing, I guess. Oh, whatever. Alcohol sanitizer, right? Beer <laughs> <laughs> festival. What do I All, all the more excuse just to beeline it for the high ABV stuff. Like, hey, man, yeah. let me just uh, let me just get that Utopias there. That'll sanitize me up real quick. Yeah, that's right. But, you know, it, it's a cool idea, and I hope that there are more beer festivals that can try to do this. Like, you know, Hunapu just completely shut down. And, you know, I understand why they had to, but I, I hope that there are more ideas like this because, you know, like we just discussed, there are a lot of people that are out of work right now, and they can use the money, so. There's a couple virtual tip jars going along in the Charlotte area and elsewhere where folks can just, if you are an affected employee, put in your Venmo or whatever, and someone that's not in the industry can say, hey, man, I miss seeing your face. Here's 10 bucks. Oh, that's cool. So there's a, a lot of stuff uh, along those lines that <laughs> we, we're seeing being put in place. Like, it's just can nice. I, can, can I, can I, can I direct it at anyone in particular? Can I be like, yeah, you know, Ryan I'm, Ryan, I'm glad I don't have to see your face. Here's $10 for not having to see you. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I'm going to put that in the middle of it. Everybody will get a kick out of it. 
but you know, ten bucks is ten bucks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't even have to take a shot in the mouth for it. Uh, I heard it too. I heard it too. Oh, uh, no <laughs> way, Uh So again, in, in brighter news, there is a brewery that is, or a bottle shop at a brew house, which basically is a brewery, if you want to call it that. Uh, they are brewing a special beer, and 100% of the proceeds are going to go to their employees that they have had to lay off. Mm. They've had to lay off 10, so basically he's saying, hey, I'm going to brew this beer. It should be about 140 to 160 bottles. Everything, 100% of it, is going to be donated to the employees, and it's a 15.3% ABV stout. Oh, dang! Yeah. Oh, dang! So they're not even going with the cheap stuff, you know? Nope. <laughs> nope. Yeah, it'll be aged on well, okay. vanilla and cinnamon. So time out here. So first off, uh, and not to look a gift horse in the mouth here, but so they're making a beer. So 15.3% stout that they're aging on something. So like, that's, how long is that going to take? This Wilkes? beer was already made and whatever. Okay, okay. I can get behind that. Yeah, because like they're talking about a bottle release on the 7th, which is like a week away, and I'm like, there's no way you could... Yeah, this is really hard to see since uh, they aren't letting me in without disabling my ad blocker. <sighs> yeah, so I mean, yeah, so if they're just repurposing a beer that they were going to have, and then make it, you know, directly support the employees, that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My, yeah, my, you know, like, the, the, of course, then, you know, out of both sides of my mouth, on the other side, I'm like, well, it's only 160 bucks. I mean, okay, cool. But, you know, is that the best you could do? I mean, I guess it's a couple thousand it. bucks. Like, yeah, it's not nothing. It's right? still something. Yes, absolutely. I shouldn't be casting stones. And yet here I am. I mean, is this guy like homebrewing or something? I mean, like uh, they say, oh, so, so uh, they will brew a special beer, right? So they they will brew it. It's not brewed yet, so that's going to take a while. But it says it's going to produce between 140 and 160 bottles. Seems like a really small batch. So 22 ounces. Uh, it doesn't say. Yeah, it just says how many bottles. So yeah, who knows? I still think it's cool, but. You all have to shit on it. Look at you. Well, <laughs> worst. You're the worst. Uh, speaking of more bad news, last story up. Deschutes has had to lay off about 60% of its workforce. And we're just going to continue to see this from big breweries that just yeah. don't have a choice. Yeah, 60%, right? So, uh, I, I mean, Deschutes is pretty big. So, I'm assuming a lot of that was restaurant people. They do have a restaurant, correct? Mm -hmm. Jeff, correct. did you go yeah. there? Yeah, so uh, they have a restaurant. They, they have one. There, there's, there's a public house in Bend, and I want to say there's one in Portland as well. So, I would say restaurant's going to take up a big big chunk of that. And, and I would think yeah. any any big brewer who does you know pretty pretty wide distribution you're talking about salespeople, potentially you know people who are driving trucks depending on whatever their distributor laws are so uh yeah i mean the the bigger they are the the harder they're going to get hit on this i would think yeah according to the numbers they are ranked 10 by the cba in sales volumes they're pretty big and yeah, like Chris just said, I think you're going to continue to see this, especially from some of these big breweries where you, they don't have a choice because 
you know, everywhere shut down or is going to shut down within the next couple of months. Yeah, for breweries that aren't already packaging, for breweries that have relied on draft only, that are not set up for prowlers, growlers, cans, bottles, anything to go, they're pretty fucked right now. There's no <laughs> nice way of saying that. Like, they're done. Oh, yeah, if, well. if you have set up your entire business as being draft only, on-premise consumption only right now, like, and here I was thinking this was going to be like the way moving forward that everybody having to get smaller and having to become like more local um, and more on premise. Like that was your way for survival. Now, like if you haven't diversified your bonds, you're kind of fucked. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm curious, Chris, from your standpoint, like how many breweries, because I know you live in an area that's got a bunch of them. Like how many of them are not doing like a, you know, drive up or delivery or things like that? Uh, so I think people are trying to sort things out mm -hmm. and how they can logistically make it happen. Um, so, so for instance, uh, there, there's one brewer that wasn't doing anything until like today. They were basically shut. They, whenever they put the order out, they shut down. Uh, but they were still distributing, right? They, they would still send to grocery stores and bottle shops and things like that. Uh, but just yesterday, they opened up to uh, order online, pick up uh, outside of their place. So they, they've shifted a little bit. Um, we've got another place which is real close to me, real close to El Segundo Brewing. As a matter of fact, uh, they just opened up about three or four months ago, and they are just an on-premise place, like you were saying, Wells, but they do have a crowler station, uh, and they're doing crowlers one day a week um, where you can just go in and order crowlers. I, I don't see oh, how that's, that's sustainable. That needs yeah. to happen. Yeah, I don't see how doing one day a week is going to be sustainable, though, um, to keep them open. I mean, especially being a new brewer, you know, they're they're probably, you know, you know, pretty far in debt and getting the place open and they need cash flow to keep paying the rent. But, you know, I guess another good thing is in California, they've uh, or at least in Los Angeles, they've halted evictions uh, so people can fall behind on their rent and not get evicted. So I guess it's in their best interest to keep brewing and keep prowling things and keep the lights on at least. Um but uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's kind of hit or miss, man. Some places are doing it, some places are not. I guess it really just depends on what they're, you know, where they can get their biggest margins, whether it's continuing distributing or uh, whether it's having people pick up. Gotcha. Uh, and I know too, like even here, so like Lenny Boy is a prime example. I, I mean, I know they were still going to market, but they didn't have anything pick up. But they just started that today, so I think we're going to start to see more and more local places. Wait, wait, what? I've definitely done drive-through pickup from them. Okay, like, maybe it was last week, but like they didn't start like all the right. days blend together, man. Yeah, I mean, oh, I don't know what day it is anymore, but I mean they were kind of. Oh, I don't think it is. We're recording. They they were a little behind the curve, I think. On you know, opposed to some of these other places that were like immediately as soon as you know Mech shut down, they were like, "Let's go, like come over here." Or uh, you see a lot more too on Postmates like delivery wise like of course you could just order directly from that brewery like divine barrel but you could also order it on postmates and so you know they're just being smart and diversifying as much as they can i think it's cool there's a lot of uh yeah there's a lot of people that are uh doing delivery as well um so just uh, uh typically the bigger brewers are, are doing uh some kind of delivery model i mean there was even 
I forget the name of the brewery. It's some uh, brewery you probably never heard of, but it was near San Diego. They would deliver all the way to Los Angeles. I don't know how they're going to no manage shit. that. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to manage I, that. I don't have any frame of reference for anything when it comes to that. <laughs> San, I, I'm assuming San Diego to LA is a haul. Well, uh, well, since there's no traffic on the roads, you can probably do it in about 15 <laughs> minutes now. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, bad now. <laughs> yeah, it's, usually, it's usually about like a, like a two hour, with no traffic on like a Saturday mid-morning, like hour and a half, two hours, depending on where you lived in LA. Uh, but so, I mean, sometimes it could be like a four hour drive. It's like one of those, like that much traffic. Yeah. That's crazy. Any other thoughts? Were you ready for break? No. Sure. My my beer is empty. This is All this right. is weird. Like you know, not not having a whole stack with which to pour. Right. You know, like you know, it's like I just I'm just like, well, I have this 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 glass with beer in it, so I just drank all of that. And I'm just like, well, that was probably too fast. <laughs> <laughs> Show two is going to be rough. Oh uh, yeah, as per usual. As per usual. The the drive home will be much better though. Right. <laughs> It would appear that Woody Boy has been doing curbside pickups since March the nineteenth. Okay. Yeah. Not trying to be an asshole, but I just remember doing that. No, no you're fine. Weekend. You're fine. You're fine. I just, I thought I'd saw something, and again, what day is it? I don't even know anymore. But I thought I'd saw something. They had just they just started doing their deliveries today. Okay, yeah. maybe that's what it was. And I, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a comment here. That's probably you could take this as a really ugly way to think about things, but. You know, so Friday I was out, and like I said, I went to Birdsong, and I bought a case of cans. I went to Divine Barrel, got a couple of Crowlers, went to Triple C, got a four-pack. Went to Old Mac, got uh, three, four-packs of cans. And that was some of the best customer service I think I've ever had. Nice. That's awesome. So, you know, like, I don't want to say that they're working harder for it, but, you know, like, you, to your point, Josh, it's not often that you go to Old Mac and it's not bumping. And sometimes when you're there, the service isn't always the best, but it's always decent. Right. But that was some of the best service I'd ever had. So, you know, take it for what it's worth, I guess. Hey, there you go. All right. We're going to go do our break. And when we come back, we're going to do a weird version of Bino Buy. So we'll be back in 30. Awesome. I'm going to go re-up.
We're back. It's time for buy no buy. Chris, how does that work? <laughs> buy no buy. So uh, we're actually drinking things we've already bought today. How about that? Uh, but uh, buy no buy. Um, man, it's been a while. Buy no buy. Uh, we're gonna tell you what we think about the beer. Uh, binary system, uh, one for yes, zero for no. We're just going to tell you whether you like it, whether you spend your hard-earned money on it. No bullshit. No four and a half stars. Uh, you either get a yes or no from us. That's right. So, that like, like, it, like I said, it's going to be a little different because we're not all sitting around drinking the same beer. Uh, Jeff, are you drink? Have you drank the? I'm done with mine. Okay, well, I was going to save mine for show too, so we'll review that one together. Okay. Okay. Let's, let's just go. Let's do it again. So, Jeff, I'll let you run so, yeah. through whatever you've had. So, yeah, uh, I really, I just, I'm just sitting here, just enjoying the hell out of this higher ground because it came in a can. Um, I look back to, uh, I think I tweeted this maybe, um, but the uh, the the date stamp on the bottom said it's about time. <laughs> like, yeah, that nothing quite sums it up that way. I mean, you know, higher grounds always had a special place for me. I've gone through probably three or four sixtals of it at this point since I've had my kegerator. Um, you know, to Chris's point, I, I love going to Birdsong and I love sitting down and having a, a pint of higher ground. I mean, hell, I was there when uh, Honey Pie came out a month or so ago and ordered a Honey Pie and, and a higher ground and got me a big basket of peanuts and that was good times. Um, you just miss having nuts in your mouth, Jeff. <sighs> With Chris, with Chris with me, you know, um, you know, there, there's just something I, I, I'm trying to downplay the mental piece of this, which is I'm finally getting the thing that I've been asking for forever. Um, but it didn't disappoint me. I'm not let down by it at all. It turned out really well. Now, you know. All we've heard for the last number of years is that it doesn't hold up in a can over a long period of time or a medium period of time, or even if it's been in a can for more than 12 seconds. This was, you know, as I mentioned earlier, you know, can on the 26th, today's the 30th, it's been four days, it still drinks like it's fresh out of the tap. I gotta believe this is gonna make it 30 days without a problem. Um, definitely one that I, I'm going to just destroy. I, I've got another four pack in my fridge and I, I, I love this beer, and and I'm excited about the fact that it's canned. I keep trying to talk them into like maybe y'all just do it like once a year. <clears throat> like it's not a seasonal release, but maybe the cans are a seasonal release. I mean, I think they'd get enough. Like if they ran a small batch of it, I think they'd get enough people buying it that it'd be worthwhile. But not my decision to make. Um, higher ground, as always, big buy for me. What do you think, Josh? Very nice. Uh, I said we were going to do a show, too, so I haven't got it oh, yet. But my bad. Okay. It's all right. Don't worry about it. I thought, I thought um, we were going to do this together. Yeah, show, too. But it's fine. I, I had some last I, night. I'm not and, drinking it. I'm, this is what I'm drinking now. I didn't drink another beer. I'm just having this one. And yeah, I had it last night, and <clears throat> I was so happy that they actually finally canned it. And I agree with you, Jeff. I really... I would love if they could do this as a one-off, like, hey, once a year, like... A, a, like honey pie, here yeah. comes this beer, and it's a special release. They only make so many cans of it. That's printing money. <laughs> sure it is. And, and, and Chris would be getting it every time. Yeah, and, and I feel like that's the thing too. There's enough. 
like Charlotte always has a reputation for being a transplant city. You know, it's, it's rare to run into the person who actually grew up here. Um, but just as there's a lot of transient people into Charlotte, there's a lot to transfer out. You know, Chris is a good example. You got Mark, you know, these are folks that, you know, have a very fond appreciation for higher ground. And I was so excited, you know, that when this came out and I was like, I, you know, I was excited to get my hands on some, but then I was excited that Chris was going to be able to have some too. Yeah. And he's getting honey pie and what else did I put in there? Some hop drop. How old is that honey pie, son? I know I, I slacked a little bit, but it'll be all right. It's his fault. It'll be all right. It'll be all right. It'll be all right. There's some, right. there's some baby maker in there. There's all, all kinds right. of good stuff. All kinds of good local stuff. Yes. Uh, well, be careful boxing that honey pie and that baby maker. But um, okay. All right. Well, so what about you, dude? But the get the hired. Oh man! Uh, of all the times to do a fridge show, like I actually have a fridge stocked full with beer from North Carolina and a couple that I just greedily picked up. Admiral Boots from Casita is what I'm rocking at the moment. Going to be switching over to a different beer for show two. Um, I mean. Come on, man. It's just an imperial brown ale that slaps. Have we had this on the show yet? I can't remember. Or it's just in the cool. Or is that something we actually had? Uh, perhaps you have a spreadsheet, and we all probably have a spreadsheet that we find out. Well, yeah. I can't remember. I'm looking it up now. But yeah, it's, it's that one. I just needed one thing that I could drink for an hour and change, and that's the one. It's a beautiful beverage. Imperial Brown brewed with cinnamon, coffee, vanilla, and orange zest, 11.5%. Yeah. Right. It's Sorry, I, I got to hold up there. Orange zest and a brown ale? I, I don't really get a lot of that. I think it just kind of helps cl- uh, cover up some of the alcohol, I guess. Okay. I, but I'm, <laughs> I'm really not getting a, a whole lot out of this besides amazement. Okay. So, at least there's yeah, that. When you read that those list of ingredients, I was there until the, the orange test, and I went, mm, mm, mm. Uh, It just helps brighten it up a little bit rather than sinking it down into wherever. Gotcha. Huge ass fan of this. So big fan, big fan. Good show. Chris, what about you, dude? Um, yeah, so I am actually uh, drinking uh, a beer from Three Weavers Brewing Company uh, right up the road in Inglewood, California. Uh, Inglewood, Inglewood's always up to no good. Always up to Inglewood. no good, yeah. Um, uh, the, so three weavers, uh, they were actually bought by Canarchy, uh, January of this year. So they uh, were hundred percent acquired, uh, January 16th, 2020. Um, that's right. I remember that. Yeah. So you should, loving that. you should in all, I mean, they'd only been in business for like five years and they were pretty popular around LA. Um, and, and I mean, you guys, I guess technically you'll start seeing these beers around you, but, uh, this has been kind of a go-to for me. Uh, even before I moved here, when I was coming out on business, uh, we used to go there after work and have beers there. But uh, this is uh, called the uh, Expatriate IPA. Uh, 6.9% alcohol by volume. This bright, tropical, fruit-laden West Coast IPA is brewed with a two-row barley, English crystal malt, cutting-edge American hops, Simcoe Mosaic El Dorado, notes of mango, pineapple, strawberry, uh, yada, 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 dank finish, synonymous with West Coast style. Everything that I'm going to like in an IPA 
Um, I liked it so much. I just bought a half barrel keg of it to get me through the. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> damn! Money yeah. where your mouth is. Yeah. So, then, so I guess I'll, I'll tap that too. Uh, I guess there's no doubt about that. Holy um, crap! You for real? Yeah. Well, I mean, I had half, no idea. Half barrel keg. Not I had no idea. Fifteen point five gallons. That's a, that's a lot to, of IPA, brother. So I used to buy these in sixtals, right? We'd have two two single sixtals, uh, and you can you know basically buy a half barrel fit in the same kegerator, mm -hmm. uh, and you get there's basically three sixtals, right? So uh, I never learned how long this quarantine was going to work. So uh, yeah, so uh, you know, panic buy like hoarding toilet paper. I hoarded IPA, <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> Um, expatriate IPA. Um, like I said, maybe you guys will get lucky enough to, to they'll, you know, they'll start brewing this over there in uh, North Carolina and you guys will get some, uh, some three Weavers beers. I really enjoy a lot of their stuff. So maybe in the future you'll see it, but, uh, expatriate IPA. I love it. Nice. Awesome. Uh, so Jeff is the beer hmm. that I'm drinking a Chuck beer. Uh, the transmigration. Yes, it is. Okay. Damn it, well. Chuck sent you a beer and I'm missing out. Well, so to be fair, uh, full disclosure, mainly for Chuck's sake, I've got like five or six Chuck beers sitting in the fridge. <sighs> he sent them all. I think they showed up like the day after Divine Barrel. Or maybe it was the day after our last recording and they just missed the window. And I was like, okay, it'll be fine. We'll have them for the next show. And then, well. Lockdown. Everything fell apart. Josh screwed it up for everybody. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, yeah, Chuck, unfortunately, you, Jeff may be reviewing the rest of your beers, but the rest of us probably won't. <clears throat> yeah, there's like an alpha abstraction in there. Yeah, and look at the list. It's a lot of stuff sounds good. I mean, there's only three, really, that we have to worry about. Yeah. Which isn't bad. And uh, Clueless just sent a bunch of stuff that'll show up tomorrow, too. But it, none of it's IPA, so we're good there. In case you guys wanted to know how to give it, get a spear, just contact us on Twitter. Contact CBCast, uh, hit up Jeff, or hit up me, and we'll, we'll gladly accept your donations. Yes. Uh, but anyways, I, I am having the transmog of shows, which we had back in 2016. I looked. I thought we'd had it. I wasn't sure. Uh, this thing still holds up. It's still a banger. It's, you know, as much as a haze bro that I have become, if you can give me a good tropical citrusy double IPA that just hits all the notes of, you know, a good fruity, but kind of overly aggressively hot. I love it. Like, I love that, you know, citrus almost ripping off your teeth feel. Damn, this is still good beer. Uh, man. I, I, I wish I had some spicy hot wings to eat with this, and I'd be in heaven. But, uh, so, yeah, obviously, we can't really do I tap that because we're only drinking like all beer. Uh, so, I tap that, unfortunately, for the time being, is just going to have to be retired. Although, I'm pretty sure I know Jeff would tap higher ground and buy kegs of it because he has. I'll say, Jim, Chris wins. I'd tap that this week. Because <laughs> real. real. Chris wins. It. I'd go all in. There's like, there's, there's, the, there's buy, no buy. I'd tap that and I'm all in. And I yeah. tapped. I'm not like, I wouldn't tap that, but I actually tapped that. Okay, cool. So, I, Jeff, I believe we can I'm reach sorry. the morning light with that beer, Chris. I'm not sure I get that reference, but okay. 
it's what like a something weaver come on man i'm i'm, I'm dream weaver dream weaver oh eh, whatever yeah whatever whatever yeah so jeff we're the, we're the end of the show where are we at man hey look we're still gonna keep recording uh you can find us at uh, the you know the on the interwebs go to craftbeercast.com um uh, you know maybe you're uh feeling generous after all of our talk about supporting local people and you want to support us you can hit our patreon uh we've got a link on the website or patreon.com slash craftbeercast uh is, is a place where you can go to support us there um shipping beer is kind of weird right now not really sure exactly how it's going to go but uh you know uh hopefully uh you know in a couple days chuck will have some uh fresh charlotte beer and few more days after that it'll get to chris as well but um and jeff didn't even cough on them at all i know well no more than usual but uh yeah you know supports there and you know reach out to us talk to us chat us up uh, obviously you know we're trying to figure out this whole discord thing um josh and i discord quite frequently you know chris and wells are a little bit new but you know as far as recording and talking and doing voice stuff on here uh we're gonna see how this goes but uh you know, maybe that'll be an opportunity for people to get engaged as well. But uh, keep an eye on us. Uh, follow us on the Twitters at CBCast. Uh, Wells, you got anything you want to promote? <laughs> no. I'm not doing <laughs> shit these days. <laughs> except, like, playing cornhole in my back time. Ugh. Fair enough, Chris. Hey, you, you can find me on the Twitters at what is my what is my handle? CP SoCal. Wow, I have never said that out loud. How about that? I'm at CP SoCal. Sounds really stupid now, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Once he says it out loud, he's beginning to have second thought. Well, yeah, I guess it, it makes a lot more sense than NC Crispy, though, right? NC Crispy. I always liked it that you were crispy. Yeah. Somebody crispy. did do a, a cool Twitter promo. They were like, please tell me your last name is Bacon. I'm like, yeah, that's <laughs> a good one. Bacon. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Purvis is my middle name. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Lord. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Josh CP. And actually, I want to do mention quickly. This was another bummer about all of this. So thank you to the listeners. We had a pretty sweet Patreon purse, and we were actually able to, report, uh, to, to purchase a new mixing board, which I am currently using that nobody else gets to use. It's no wonder you sound so much better than me for yeah, no, I've been using this thing and like I was all excited. I ordered it. I was I, I bugged Jeff about it. I'm sure he's like, shut the fuck up and just order the thing. Yeah, I, I, look, you were just it's it's not often that we make purchases. And, you know, when it's like I need to replace a mic, that's an obvious like the microphone's bad. When you're like, we've been having some issues with our equipment. The board was moderately OK, but we had a, an extra box that let it us let it us let us connect up to the computer so we can record it and push it out and that box kept giving us issues here and there and so you know like it wasn't we didn't take that purchase lightly we don't just like throw this money around and you know spend it on car payments and stuff like that it was a big deal but yeah uh, yeah yeah you bugged the hell out of it. but i understand why it's all good well yeah and, and and you're right this was a big purchase and i have to thank everybody who contributed and again it's just going to help us going further down the road getting new equipment getting more things when we need it when things break i mean we're having to, to buy this stuff out of our own pocket. So it's anything that you can do to help always helps. Other than that, we will talk to you guys next Thursday. All right, bot. Pressure leaves. All right, bot. <laughs> <laughs>